Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We're going into an election now on Monday. I will be hosting the coverage for the station. we got a whole team put together, Dave Bradley, uh, Greg, our whole team, Glenn Bergogne, a whole bunch of us are going to be covering off the election in different areas that we've uh, kind of zeroed in to, to where the big issues are. But it's been really hard to define, you know, what will drive people to the ballot box. Certainly cost of living is the big issue facing everybody. But what's the big idea? Some think, you know, that Torontonians need to pay more taxes. A lot of people think Torontonians, even Torontonians, think they need to pay more uh, property taxes, arguing we don't pay enough. In 2021, property taxes were 0.61%. So if you bought a million-dollar home, which would be a miracle if you can actually find one in that price in Toronto, uh, your tax bill would come out at the $6,100 mark. But what really never becomes part of the conversation is that in Toronto, cost of living is way higher than any other jurisdiction. And unlike most municipalities, which include things like water in their taxes, we pay for that. We pay for things like parking pads, street taxes. We've got a massive land transfer tax we pay. The list goes on and on. So I'm always like, why do people want us to pay more when we should be demanding those who are in charge, actually spend our money better. Jay Goldberg joining us. He is the executive uh, director of the Canadian Taxpayers Association. And I tasked you with this. I said, Jay, can you figure out who, what we actually pay and if we need to pay more? So I don't know, because I tried to do this. I tried to break down what do we pay for what. And it's hard. It's not exactly out there in the open for people to figure out. Definitely, but uh, I did take a look at <clears throat> Toronto's budgets over the last few years. One thing that you mentioned, which is huge, is the land transfer tax. Toronto is the only city in Canada that charges a land transfer tax. The province of Ontario charges one, but the city charges one as well. And that equates to $1 billion paid by Torontonians for the land transfer tax, which is driving up the cost of living, it's driving up the price of housing, and it is a, if you were to add the land transfer tax to uh, property taxes, and even if you even it out over how long people usually keep a home, that would send it soaring. And so Torontonians, because of this land transfer tax, actually pay way more than people in surrounding cities do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such an, an irritation. I mean, Rob Ford said he'd get rid of it, but it is such a huge moneymaker for the city of Toronto, albeit now that you know, houses are cooling, they're not going to have as much coming into the coffers. But if those in charge at City Hall truly wanted to help with home ownership for first-time buyers, they would get rid of that because we pay the provincial side of things and the Torontonian uh, side of things. And when you get that amount, it's like a hundred and something thousand dollars that you could have put into the down payment or lawyer's bills or whatever, but it's a huge chunk of cash that just goes into government to be wasted. That's what pisses me off, frankly, about it. It is. It, it just goes into government coffers and they use it for whatever they want. It, it's just allocated general revenue. It's not even targeted for anything specific. And so it's a huge tax grab. And Torontonians are really paying land transfer tax twice, as you said, for the province and then for the city of Toronto. And it is a huge barrier to people trying to buy homes. If you are just scraping by and being able to, by a miracle, put down your 20%, uh, you just can't get there because it's all of this extra tax you're going to have to pay on top of that. 
So as you said, it is preventing young people, it is preventing people who are just trying to get their first home from getting into that market, and it's actually going to drive people out of Toronto or force them to rent for years and years to come. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at the top five cities um, that uh, pay around the same taxes as Toronto, and so we're talking Vaughan, Milton, Markham, Richmond Hill. They don't pay much more in property taxes. But when you look at Toronto and break it down, they might not call it a tax, but if you own your own uh, house and you got a parking pad on it, you got to pay for that. You've got to pay for parking permits for the street. There's so many little things, cost of living, that we have to pay in this city that I don't think other jurisdictions do. No, and one other thing definitely needs to be mentioned is the TTC. The city um, subsidizes with taxpayer dollars the operations of the TTC. They only bring in about $900 million a year from TTC fares, but the city spends almost two and a quarter billion dollars every year on the TTC. Uh, you know, you can argue whatever you want about transit, whether it's, uh, it's a worthwhile expenditure, but that is money coming from taxpayers' pockets and being paid into the Toronto uh, Transit that people from all around the city are also using as well. So that's another way that Torontonians are are paying bills that people in surrounding municipalities just aren't. Yeah, and now I'm not sure if you heard uh, on um, Toronto Today with Greg Brady, you got John Tory who's saying, well, I'd consider, you know, tolling the DVP and the Gardner. And it's like, well, if you're thinking about it, then you're going to do it. I mean, again, two bucks may not sound like a lot, but it is a tax. It is extra costs, uh, you know, that people would have to pay. And if you're using it every day back and forth, it's what, four bucks a day? You do the math five days. You know, that adds up for everyday people. It adds up for everyday people. It would be hundreds of dollars for a family, especially if you have a family with two cards and they both both need to use that. Now, I think we thankfully will have an ally in the Premier's office, Doug Ford, before the last election, mm-hmm. took off tolls uh, near Durham. And so I think he's going to reject this. And actually, Kathleen Wynne rejected mm-hmm. John Tory's request for this five years ago. And so I would call on all provincial parties, not just the government, but also the Liberals, opposition NDP, everybody should be against this because it's going to be toll creep. That's what I would call it, toll creep, because as soon as you start, if you put it on the Don Valley Parkway, if you put it on uh, the Gardner, number one, mm-hmm. the $2 toll will not stay at $2. It will go up, guaranteed. And the other thing is, if you start down this path of putting tolls on highways, the next thing you know, someone, the provincial government might be bringing one in, on, on the 401, Kathleen Wynne mused about that for a while. So this could just be a gateway to tolls everywhere. And so it absolutely needs to be denied. And it's ultimately up to the premier whether or not he's going to allow John Tory to do this. And he needs to shut the door on that today. Yeah, the problem, though, Jay, as you know, is that the city's got an $856 million, um, you know, overrun. And we are not allowed to carry that. So either taxes go up. Uh, or we toll, but that money's got to be paid back, and I don't think the province or the feds are going to pony up to dish uh, Toronto out. No, I don't think so. But look, there are so many efficiencies that need to be found here in Toronto. I mean, we're spending literally tens of millions of dollars preparing for a bid to host five FIFA games that are going to cost $644,000 every second a soccer game is being played in Toronto. And they've already spent tens of millions of dollars on a bid to try to get FIFA in Toronto, so, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that they're spending money on that they don't have to. The priority should be, if you need to make up that shortfall, find efficiencies to get there. And, I mean, if they want to argue that, you know, 
the city so strapped for cash, then you should not be running around proposing to host a FIFA competition that is just going to cost the city hundreds of millions of dollars down the road and is already costing tens of millions just for the proposals to go forward. Yeah, well, stay tuned. Very much appreciate it. Not easy to break the numbers down, but uh, you'd manage to do it. Jay, thank you. Thank you. That's Jay Goldberg with the uh, Canadian Taxpayers Federation. So again, don't ask us for more. Just spend it better.